I used to go to the Regal Show. I would go there and watch the movies, and sometimes I would go in. The ladies who worked in the front would say hi to me, and I couldn't wonder, couldn't figure out how did they know who I was and know my name. So I'd go home and ask my mother how these people know my name. They'd say, well, I told them who my baby was, and um, so they watch out for you when you came in there. A local real estate agent and security guard, Timothy Coleman, grew up in a West End Slinking Courts housing project in the 1950s. Hear his story in our third installment of the West End Stories Project. I'm Key, branch manager at the Cincinnati and Hamilton County Public Library. Thanks for listening. I was born in the West End. I was the last child of seven kids. I was the baby boy uh, with three older brothers and three older sisters. My mother was uh, adopted, and she came here from uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, and my father was from um, Alabama. And um, him and uh, some of his brothers, uh, two brothers, were actually brought here from uh, Africa. my father first got here, he landed in Louisville uh, with his brothers, and he worked his way on up to Cincinnati, Ohio, and worked at a, um, um, uh, I guess you could say, a, a, well, it was a factory right there on the corner of uh, Westwood Northern Boulevard and another street there. That's where he worked at for years. I didn't find this out until I went to visit some other relatives who stayed on Dayton Avenue, and they gave me a lot of information. Also, some of this information was on my birth certificate. His father, Sam Coleman, and his sister's father, Mr. Fitzgerald, were best friends. And when Mr. Fitzgerald died, his father married his mother. His mom and dad had three children together, and Timothy was the youngest. My mother and my sister and used to all take care of the baby boy, you know, uh, the brothers would all, me, the three brothers would always go off to themselves and leave me in the court by myself to, present, to uh, defend for myself. And at that point, I learned how to fight and stand up for myself because the other brothers were never there, you know, for me, which I didn't mind because uh, it taught me a lesson to uh, not depend on other people to do what needs to be done for yourself. When I was a kid, I get mad at my mother and them or my sister and them, I would call myself running away. Running away for me was go up town and do some window shopping. And that was my runaway. And I thought my mother was home, then I'd go back home and sit out there on Lincoln Park Drive, which is now as a Charles, and wait for her to get off the bus. And when she got off the bus and I tell them that uh, my brother and sister didn't do this for me and they didn't do that for me. And what happened, and then she'd come in the house, and, and uh, she'd, you know, she'd give them the tongue about beating, so to speak. Why didn't y'all do this? Why didn't y'all do that, you know? If he wanted this, he wanted that, you know. I thought I was supposed to have my way. As most young babies are the youngest child in the family, that's the way they all feel. Right now in the day, they still feel like that, you know. Growing up in the Lincoln Courts is where I lived at. Each family in that court had at least three to six kids. 
and uh, we would play high and seat, high and go seat, in the up under the lights until our mothers told us to come in. What we did for, for fun, these kids don't even know about. We used to have a little place where we can play on the side of the houses, so we would get a stick, whatever we can find that was strong, and we would draw a circle. And in that circle, we would each put three marbles in, or four marbles, and we would shoot marbles right there. Uh, there was a couple of stores down there we would go to, and we would play what they, what they say is uh, cash in pop bottles. And we got like two or three cents for a pop bottle. And that we would uh, round up pop bottles and take them down to the store, which was Wilson's grocery store. And he would give us $3 for each bottle we brought in. We would buy cookies and stuff like that. You know, that's how we, uh, that was I, what we thought was fun to do. My mother had a, a, a whether she would call us in. And uh, I'm going to let you guys in on how that went. And it started with Eliza, Benji, Donnie, Ronnie, uh, Jean, Connie, Timmy. It's time for y'all to come in. And that's the way she would call us in the house to, to stay in for the rest of the day. Mr. Coleman recalled numerous institutions and legends in the community. We, for fun, we would go out and meet a gentleman who had a horse who pulled a, ra- a, a wagon behind him, and he would give us um, apples that he's had too long, a peach that he had too long. And there's also a gentleman who came through there. They call him Peanut Jim, and he sold peanuts around uh, the neighborhood as well as down at the ball game of the Reds uh, Stadium when the Reds went down playing. And um, as a Charles was a boxer, he lived in the courts. Uh, he came from another uh, state, but he lived in the Lincoln courts with the rest of us. We also had um, a skating ring up on Central Avenue. That, that's where we would go and spend our time on Saturday nights until it was closed. Lincoln Court uh, wasn't far from the, the tournament. They would also go there, and that's where we spent our Easter's at. We'd go down there. And wander around the place, and we can always catch the bus out of there right up to where we live at. One of his brothers was actually related to a famous owner in the West End. His father was the brother to the owner of the Regal Show. So able to get him out of anything he got into. And um, the uh, Regal Show was a place that was all the kids in the neighborhood, no matter which neighborhood you went to, we would go there on Sundays, and that was our, our days that we were allowed to go to the show and see any new movies that came out. And it was very uh, a lot of fun. Well, we only had paid tw- uh, 25 cents to go to the show at that time. Not to go to the show around here, it cost you anywhere from 12 to $15 to go in and see a movie. He and some friends got in trouble with St. Joseph's Church back in the day. The church used to have a, a bingo. And sometimes people win, and they had gifts that they would give to the the winners of stuff. So we went down there, and the stuff used to sit on the back porch of the church, and we would open up the boxes and see what was in there. So we took the stuff throughout the, the lower homes of selling it to people. And so they called us, and uh, we all had to go to court. It was nine of us. And everybody was on the, the smallest kid who was there, and that was me. So when the judge asked who was Tim Coleman, I stood up, and he can barely see me. 
So he told those other guys, there's no way you're going to, you guys are going to train this on this baby. He didn't do this by itself. Mm. You know, we didn't know any better. And uh, like I said, we had to go down there on Saturday mornings and set up all the tables and the chairs and clean up everything every Saturday morning before the bingo started. And that was our payback to the church for doing what we have done. So that's what we would do. We did that for about four or five weeks in a row. So, and I was the youngest kid there. I was the last one to have to go down there and pay off my uh, my dues for what we done. But in general, he avoided anything that would get him a whooping. So when I, they took me to elementary school, I was so scared. And there was a, a teacher there named Mr. Bowen, uh, Bowen Good. And, uh, he was a principal. Mr. Bowen Red or something like that. He, he scared me to death. I was just scared of him. I'd heard, uh, stories of how he would swat you if you didn't do what you're supposed to do. And I was always afraid of getting a whooping. And when my brother and them got a whooping I, and I found out what they did, I always said to myself, I'm not going to do that because mama will whoop me. And anytime I seen them doing something I knew that she didn't like and it was going to get punished for it, I knew then not to do what they did. If I did, I was going to get a whooping and it scared me. I learned from those guys what not to do and what to do. I was always afraid that my mother would send me to this all-boys school because my brother and I would come home and tell me that if you go there, Timmy, you're going to, and you get in any trouble, then the nuns will whoop you. And so, therefore, I was always scared that my mother was going to send me to that particular school. When new housing opportunities arose for African Americans in Cincinnati, he noticed a change in the courts. One thing I started to notice is how kids was, uh, and their parents were starting to move out of the, the neighborhood and move to different, different areas. And, uh, I recognized that when some of my friends were moving out and I didn't see them no more until we finally moved out of the, the courts ourselves and started to school in different places. I run the kids that I knew from downtown Cincinnati, um, which was, uh, some of my friends that I met during that time, three of them are still my best friends, and the three of us, well, those three and me, we fish and hunt together today. Now, once again, the West End is going through some changes. Uh, I'm really upset with that. I, I just, I, I just, it irritates me because I used, my father used to live, uh, when my mother and father woke up, they used to, he used to live right on the other side of that uh, new stadium there. My sister and them and my brother and them, they, um, they know that area real good. There was a show there that we used to go to other than the real show. Uh, there were kids who used to live in that area. They just, guys I know, we dr- they drive through there and just look where, where we used to, uh, try to find where we used to hang out there in front of the show. There was a, a pool hall that we used to all go to and would play pool. And just to look at that stadium there, it just wipes out a lot of uh, memories and, and what have you to kids who grew up in that neighborhood. And it's, um, I don't want to get, I guess, to, to sound like a, I don't know what word to use, but I don't know how, I just can't stand it. I played football in that stadium with that, about where TAF used to be. And we, we came down and played TAF. 
right there where the stadium was at. Carl Ward, he played football right there in the stadium for Taft. He was drafted by Ohio State. He went to Ohio State from Ohio State to the Cleveland Browns until he got injured, and then he came home. That's where that stadium sits right there. And it really is, whew, you kind of hit a button there. Keep running good. Thanks again for listening to this installment of the West End Stories Project. We'll be back with more stories from the West End. If you like what you've heard, please hit subscribe and share with a friend. Thank you. Thank you.